0: You're listening to the Family Worship Center podcast with Pastor Noah L. Nicholson. At FWC, our mission is to be the church where the love of God is demonstrated freely by me. If you like more information about our church, visit our website at www.fwc-chicago.org. Now stay tuned for today's
1: message.
2: Come on and stay right there and worship Come on, you can do better than that. You can stay right there and worship. Come on, just for a few minutes, can we just stand on our feet and just begin to worship the Lord? It's time for the Word of God. Right before the Word of God comes, can we just send up a shout of worship in this house? Come on, lift up your hands and just begin to worship our King and worship our Savior. Dancers, if you can just leave out of there and just begin to walk the atmosphere as we prepare for the Word of God tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Anybody hungry for the word of God tonight? I came hungry for the word. I'm hungry for the word. Just for a moment, just close your eyes and just begin to worship him. Father, fill us tonight. In the name of Jesus. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, God. Fill me up, oh, oh. Fill me up, Jesus. Till I, open, Jesus. Fill me up, Jesus. Pastor Sion Thomas was born and raised in Michigan. Anointed visionary, he was found. He founded the Refuge Temple Church in Flint in 2004. Refuge Temple of Flint was birthed out of much prayer and specific word from the Lord that his people needed refuge. The church is in its 12th year and was flourished over well over 400 members. Pastor Thomas has also founded the the Simeon thompson ministries as a revivalist all over the united states he received a mandate from the lord to change to be a change agent causing those who come in contact with him to experience the anointing of god through praise worship and the adultery the yoke destroying word of god his gift of singing nourished at an early age and at the age of three pastor thomas and his twin sister sing their first at the First Unit unit, Baptist Church. Pastor Thomas' voice range accomplished over committed lives over singing and opened doors for him. This man of God can sing, y'all. Not only that, he's been featured on TNT, TCT television show and the Word Network pastor has all in 2008 he was founded just wait records and recorded i am out and live made history in flint michigan the whiting auditorium the report says that it had never been this packed in the history of its being been open but this man of god came and packed it out and they had to turn folks away pastor is happily married with three children at this time it's my esteemed honor and privilege to bring to you Pastor Sion Thomas. Let's receive him at this time. Come on, we can do better than that. For the word of God. Come on, clap your hands for the word of God.
0: Hallelujah. If you love God, slip a hand up. Matter of fact, slip two up there. Hallelujah. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. It's good to be in Chicago. It's good to be in Chicago. I said it's good to be in Chicago. Chi-town. Real quickly, I want you to help me honor the set man of this house. The one and the only, Dr. Noah Nicholson. Come on, give it up for him. this place for being a true preacher indeed we honor the set men and women of this house the leaders your assistant pastor and spouses elder vincent and lady melissa adams elder jared lady arnita perdue and uh is is senior pastor's father here tonight is he here okay not tonight but we honor him dr nicholson senior without him there'll be no pastor amen let's give it up for our director of worship for the mighty woman of God who is the host and the lead of this conference come on help me celebrate evangelist Rebecca Pickens God bless you woman of God thank you hallelujah I feel good when I just want to shut up all that introductory stuff because I feel Jesus in this place I said I feel Jesus in this place Hallelujah. Now get those hands up. We came to not do worship, but be worship. Hallelujah. And I'm just believing God to do something special for the young people here. I'm believing God to do something special for everyone that came to this weekend in hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As your hands are lifted, just take the beat out a moment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you in this place, Lord. tabernacle,
1: purify our hearts, surround us in
0: this place, and breathe the life within us, send a refreshing Lord, saturate our Tired Get him up there. sure that they get to heaven's throne. So I want you to be a cloud tonight, and I just want you to tell God how amazing he is, how wonderful he is, how awesome he is, how sweet he is, how lovely he is. For the
1: next 25 seconds,
0: I don't want you to be silent. I want you to let it out of your mouth. Right. You're releasing his worship to him. On the count of tariff- Word for God in their mouths tonight. Listen to me closely. Tonight we ascend in worship and we descend in victory. We're going up in worship and we're descending in victory. We're going into a cloud tonight
1: that the Lord has
0: assigned over this place. Hallelujah. I want you to go hug somebody real quick and tell them you are in the right place. Thank you. You are in the right place. Come on. Embrace them. That's that's your touching and your agreeing. Brought you here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's good for us to be here. We're not going to do a lot of preliminaries. Just come back tomorrow and uh, we'll give you announcements and things of that nature. We ain't worrying about tapes and books tonight. Tonight, we've got to open up something. Hallelujah. And uh, there's a flow here that I appreciate. And the reason I appreciate it is because, um, unfortunately, in, in the body of Christ, in some places, there's a devalue when it comes to worship. It's just... In the program that doesn't get the justice it deserves in some services. I'm glad to know that your pastor is a worshiper. That makes a difference. Uh, One of the myths, one of the myths about worship is the kind of song you sing. Some people think that if it's slow, you're worshiping. Not necessarily. And if the song is fast, it doesn't mean that you're not worshiping. It has nothing to do with tempo. It has everything to do with who's the focus. Say, I am his worship. If I am his worship, then I'm never the object when worship is going on. I can only give it, but I can't be at the center of it. If I am his worship, then that means it's going to him and it's not for me. Yes? 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 Talk to me. Yes? Thank you. I believe God has allowed us to come together as we look briefly at St. Mark chapter 14, to help people who may be struggling with this whole notion of worship. I want to help you right now, right off the bat. If you think you got it going on, you ain't a worshiper. There was a man in the Bible who went to the temple He was fasting, he was praying, he was giving his tithes. And he really thought he had it going on. He went to prayer and looked at a man on the other side of him and had the audacity to say in service, I'm glad I'm not like him. And he actually thought he was worshiping. If you have the mindset that you're all that, you're not worshiping. In fact, I have been assigned to tell you today who really makes true worshipers. Hallelujah. There's, there's some prerequisites. Uh, n- number one, you got to be jacked up, you, you got to be pretty much a royal mess in order to even think about being a true worshiper. As a matter of fact, if we were to begin going back and start tracking the journey of our lives, we would discover that God was setting us up to be his worship way before we were tracking. If anybody in here has been abused, you were being set up to be his worship. If you've ever been broken, don't know your mother, don't know your father, been a foster child, you were being set up to be his worship. Because worship requires a level of brokenness. You you, you really can't worship God the way he desires to be worshipped. If you've never lost anything, if you've never had anything taken from you, if you don't have a testimony of doing at least one thing wrong, because we don't want to make the mistake even as saved folk to paint the picture as if you have to be perfect to be a worshiper. No, 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 no. The Bible never said that the father was seeking for perfect people to worship. He said he was seeking for true worshipers. And I think I got some witnesses tonight. Truly, I've been through the fire. Truly, we've been through the flood. Truly, we've had some obstacles, some circumstances, and some frustrations that really became precursors to exposing us to God. Oh, Lord, I don't have time to tell you my testimony, but believe me when I tell you I've been through it. And in some cases, I'm still going through it. But I'm more of a worshiper than I've ever been before. Ah, let me give you the title. The title of the night is, I Ain't Scared. Come on, touch three people real quick, quick. Look behind you, look in front of you, look beside you and tell them, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Mark chapter 14, after two days, verse number 1 was the feast of Passover and of unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the scribes sought out uh, how they might take Jesus by craft and put him to death. But they said, not on the Passover, lest there be an uproar of the people. Here's where I want to be, verse 3. And being in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at me, there came a woman, having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. And she broke the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against her, Jesus spoke up in her defense and said, let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. But me you have not always. Hear this. She hath done what she could. She is come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. Wow. I ain't scared. I I like this passage because there were a bunch of religious people at a leprous man's house. Check it, he's leprous, so he got his own issues going on. And the disciples are there and all of these people who think they have it going on. And all of a sudden, Here comes Mary. Now there's an argument as to who she is. We're not gonna argue it tonight. We're simply going to tell you that this Mary was known in the community. What she was known for, we won't even discuss. But we will conclude that some of us, just like her, have been known by others. She comes in knowing who she is, she takes the most expensive possession she has, and the Bible says she break the box. Can I help you real quick? If you're going to be His worship and give Him the worship He deserves, the first thing you got to get delivered from is what people will think about you. All right. You, you can't be concerned about what they think because they're going to think something about you anyway and you can't control that. It may be good, it may be bad. Anyway it goes, they're going to form an opinion about you. You do not live your life, neither do you base your decisions on what people think of you. If this woman was driven by opinion, she would have never showed up in the house because they knew who she was. She came in regardless of the opinions because she was focused. The second thing you need to understand that if you're going to be his worship, you've got to focus on the task at hand. And when Jesus is made available to you, the most important person in the room is him. When you come to church, you can't be concerned about who got on what. You can't be concerned about who's sitting where. The focus is who we're here to meet. And when you've been broken, when you've got trouble in your life, when you need answers, you can't be focused on the externals. You've got to be focused on the eternals. And if you focus on the eternal, he'll handle what's going on internally. Yes. So it is my hope, it is my prayer that when you came in here today, you did not come because it was a service. You did not come because there was a guest speaker, but you came because you want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. And if you want to see Jesus, You can't come empty-handed. If you want an encounter with the man himself, you must have something to offer. See, the thing that was happening in this place that may not be so obvious in the text is that those who were present were too familiar with their surroundings. Oh, you know how it is when you've been coming to church for the last four years. You already know how the church service is going to start. You know what's going to happen, A, B, C, D. Ah, but sisters and brothers, when you come to desperation, you come with an expectancy in your spirit. You come knowing listen I'm not looking for an ordinary service I'm not looking for the same Old usual thing that goes on Listen Jesus is here And because he's here I want to give him something That he can work with I want to give him something That even I can't handle Ladies and gentlemen Sisters and brothers I thought I could handle myself I thought that I could control everything but I found out the more I was in control the more I messed up stuff and more than my money more than my talents more than my gifts more than my virtues what God is looking for is a vessel he can put himself in he's looking for an entity a species an organism he's looking for a person a man a woman a boy a girl who will say, Lord, I'm coming as I am. I'm jacked up, I'm messed up, and if you give me some space, I'll mess it up again. But here's one thing I know. You can change me. You can deliver me. You can transform me. You can take the taste for the negative right out of my mouth and give me a taste for new things. You might have to help me preach right here. Look, just, just look next to you and say, hey, 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 hey. I didn't come to see you. I came to see Jesus. I want to ask you a question. Is there anybody here other than me that's desperate, not for a touch, but for an encounter? Is there anybody in here who's hungry and thirsty for God to take his great big hands and wrap them around your life and lift you into a place in the spirit where the devil can't touch you? Is there anybody in here that's got a hungering and a heckering dying? your belly that if you don't say amen with me if you don't high five me if you don't turn around seven times and say I'm gonna get a blessing Lord if you don't do nothing else I want a visitation I want a visitation I got too much going on in my life not to have a visitation, I've got some answers that I need from the Lord that only heaven can answer. I am here to visit Jesus. Hallelujah. Slip those hands up. Hallelujah. One conversation with Jesus will lift years of struggling off of my life. If, 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 I, if, I, can, if I can just hear from Jesus, <laughs> all of my desperation will be satisfied. I won't have to go home tonight to sister whoever. I won't have to go and make a phone call to brother so and so if I can just visit with Jesus, and the enemy would like to trick some of us and make us think you're too dirty to get this kind of visitation. You got to fast first. You got to pray for seven days first. Ta, 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 no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, you're right where God wants you right you're not trying to get there you're right what you say where might that be preacher you ready for the answer (laughs) just as I am that's where God wants you. Just as I am. Don't dress it up. You know how folks say, well, well just let me get my wardrobe together and I'm going to go to church. And, or just let me get myself together. I got to get some things out of my life. Listen, if you puff just before you got here, it's all right.
1: You're right
0: where God Wants you to be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you had some THC just one day prior. It doesn't matter to me. You might even have a little sit on you tonight. You're right where God wants you to be because God can give you a high. That Cush can't ever give you. The Lord can take you to a place that no other substance can ever take you. And I feel like God wants to push you into a place. I'm mm, uh, Yes. But you've got to be willing to come as you are. Ah yes I hear you Holy Ghost I declare And I decree In the name of the Lord Jesus That the shame of your wrongdoing Will not prevent you From going into the cloud tonight I decree And I declare this night That your guilt Will not prevent you from ascending to the hill of the Lord. Here's the secret if you're willing to give God your hands as they are, as dirty as as they may be, he has some substances in his toolkit called grace, mercy, blood, the name which is above every name, and he can take a dirty hand on the spot and cleanse it. That's why you got five fingers: grace, grace, grace,
1: grace.
0: Who shall ascend to the heel of the Lord? He who hath clean hands and a pure heart with. But 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 I, I I did it. Yes, he knows. And if it was up to you cleaning yourself, then you would have been there already. But the fact is, no matter how much you try to clean yourself, it's still dirty rags. It's still filthy rags. What has to happen is you've got to come into contact with purity and let your dirt be transferred to purity so the purity or the pure one can get on your dirt and clean you and then make you look like you never did what you just got through doing oh isn't that just like Jesus isn't that just like Jesus to let you go and said all that to say, and I'm almost finished, I said all that to say, the enemy is a liar. God is not interested, when it comes to worship, on what you did or didn't do. What he's interested in is what you're willing to receive from him. See, true worship is when you can give God the best you have. And your best might be your worst. This woman's life in the text was not up to par. But she had something of value... And she took what she had and presented to God, watch it, this expensive ointment that was concealed in a box. But the value and the smell of this nard, they call it, was not viewed, seen, or smelled until she broke the box. Ladies and gentlemen, I came all the way from Flint, Michigan. I see you, Lansing. To tell you that if you're going to have the encounter that you're looking for, you've got to be willing to break the box. Come on, yell out there, break the box. Come on, no, no, y'all being too cute right here. Come on, lift your voice and say, break the box. Why, 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 why do we have to break the box? Because the box represents the worst of you, but inside the worst of you is the best of you, and until you break what's worse, you'll never see what's best, and there's something inside of you that's so anointed. There's something inside of you so precious. Something inside of you so costly and your outward life is trying to prevent your inward life from filling the room. See what's inside of you will set an atmosphere. What's inside of you will set The spirituality of the house. What's inside of you is an aroma God's been looking for. Pastor, I was driving in and I heard this word in my spirit. Hallelujah. Now, I want to make sure that uh, I'm in the right house. What's the name of this church? Family Worship Center uh, by the Spirit of the Lord, I hear him saying to this house, "Because I called your family to worship, your whole family has been under attack. Yeah. You've prayed, you've covered them with the blood you sealed a protective hedge around them and the enemy has still been trying to wreak havoc. There's a mama here, your boy's in prison. Your boy's locked up and the Holy Ghost told me to tell you keep on worshiping like a family. As a matter of fact, when you go to worship, act like he's there. Hold on, it, it, it gets better. He said, tell this house and tell the man of God that they are cassia to me. They are cassia to me. C-A-S-S-I-A. Don't have time to get too deep into it, but check it out in Exodus chapter 30. It was a principal spice in order to make the anointing oil." He said, tell this house that they are a cassia to me. Some people say cassia, however you want to say it. But tell them they are a principal spice to me. (laughs) That the enemy has been attempting to keep their mouths shut. Every time something breaks out in the family, been trying to mute you because you know that in many seasons of you trusting God, all you had was your worship. All you had was your praise. Didn't have the money, didn't have the substance, didn't have the resources, but all you had was your trust in God. God And the enemy knew that 2016 was your year for major deliverance. He knew it. He knew it because he saw something happening in the atmosphere on your behalf. And some of you, you survived the seven months of this year and you're still waiting for some manifestations this is why God ordered this encounter I did not come to simply preach to you I did not come to simply teach a seminar but I came as an ambassador Jesus Christ to unlock some blessings that have been in hold in this region. I came on assignment to let the enemy who's been holding up stuff, family worship, I'm about to bring the building to pass. I'm about to set it up so everything the enemy tried to tie, everything he put on back load, I need you to start shouting in the spirit right now. Now, don't do it because I asked you to, do it because you're breaking the box. There's some things that belong to us, and there is a shout in the camp that is going to release what's been on hold. There's a shout in the camp that's going to bring the wall of hindrance down over your family. There is a shout in the camp that's about to release healing in this house. We're not going to keep getting these calls about somebody being in the hospital. We're not going to keep getting these phone calls
1: about somebody having a heart attack, somebody having a stroke, somebody having cancer. I release Jehovah Rapha. I release Jehovah Rapha! I release Jehovah Rapha! In this place! Shout In this
0: house! Hey, Hallelujah! I feel it Pastor! This house has been in a fight! A fight! To sustain, a fight to remain relevant, a fight—even fighting church folks and fighting other ministries, trying to degrade and discard and defame your name—but the Holy Ghost said, "The first thing I blessed was a family," and I'm about to do it again. Rise, shine, for your light has come glory of the Lord is risen upon you I need you to reach down in your belly we got some boxes to break tonight oh yes God hallelujah I need you to run to one person real quick move out of your seat and say neighbor he's seen the fight but he's ending the struggle I said he's sing the fight, but he's ending the struggle. Now I told you to move out of your seat, <laughs> move out of your seat and release the agreement. He's seeing the fight, but he's ending the struggle. Hallelujah. 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 You didn't know the Lord brought you here to end the fight that's been going on. The Lord brought you here to put a stop to something that's been going on. I come to seal madness. I came to block foolishness. I came to deliver your mind from unnecessary fighting. I came to
1: lift the burden off of your shoulder. I came to preach deliverance unto the captives. I came to bail you out.
0: Lift your voice and say this too will pass. Oh, you didn't say it like you sure enough mean it. I said this too. I released the money for the finishing of the building. This too will pass. I
1: shall the struggle is over!
0: the victory. This is why they can go up and worship and come down in victory. Some of y'all are used to coming to church and going back home to the mess. But in this season you're
1: going to come to church and go home to peace. Go home to safety. Go home to no more drunk men and no more cussing.
0: woman wasn't scared. I'm not afraid to break my weaknesses. I'm not afraid to break the box. The word break is something we run over. But in the Greek it means soon two words. The first word means Constant, consistent Tribas means a rut or a worn out path Put it together and it says That we often find ourselves Constantly in ruts Constantly, you know like the goat Once he wears out the path he keeps going that way and never goes another way. Well, if it's true that this woman's life was questionable, that night she got delivered. Because the Bible says she broke the box. The word break, she broke the box, right? She stopped the rut. She, she stopped We're not going to go down this road road or this rut another season of our lives. You know why? Because I'm in the presence of Jesus. And guess what? He accepts me just as I am. And he's the only one that's willing to deal with me as I am. And he won't lessen his love, but he grows his love as I am. She broke the box and discovered what she had was affecting everybody in the room. What if we could infect people with the anointing on our lives like we've infected people with some of the mess in our lives? I don't know what you've been known as before this moment. But in the latter years of your life, you will be known for your anointing. You will be known. She just walked, did you you smell that? It, It just shifted. It smelled like chicken a moment ago, but I smell something sweet. What is that? That's my anointing. What, 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 what is that? For this house, I heard the Lord say, Cassia. It's said to be the bark of the cinnamon. And the word, you better get this. I'm going to stop here, director. The word means to bow down glory, that the Lord has called family worship center in this season that when you come into my presence I just want you to bow when, 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 when you come to the service don't do nothing until you bow first don't just bow in prayer but bow because you love me Bow because you're in love with me bow because we're one with each other bow because you respect me bow because you're willing to be obedient every time you hear that word kaseya that's when you bow play softly I hope you come back tomorrow this there's, there's so much in me there's an open heaven there's an open heaven over this house are you willing to break your box? Are you are you willing to dismiss your critics? Forget them. I'm too broken to deal with them. belong, if I don't get anywhere else, if I don't, if I don't shake hands again with Bishop Jakes, if I don't get face to face with all of the hot shots and the top five and the top ten, if I can just know Jesus for myself and be the the last half of this, and you got to get it. So I I want you to come back tomorrow. But I I sense right now, Pastor, that we've got time to bow. We we need to bow. Where am I? We, We need to bow and release the spice in this atmosphere. about
1: Thanks for listening to Family Worship Center Podcast with Pastor Noah L. Nicholson. If you
0: like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, fwc-chicago.org, to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Join us next time for another edition of the Family Worship Center Podcast.